Hello, I'm Carol Talbot, the creator and founder of The Possibility Hub, taking you beyond the boundaries of who you believe yourself to be and opening up to new possibilities. What gives me a buzz is to make people think and feel differently, to experience the world differently. I love learning, and as a seeker and explorer, I've traveled far and wide, spending over 30 years studying with many wonderful teachers and masters, learning to utilize many different tools, many different techniques to create rapid shifts. I'm the author of You, the Divine Genius, and my passion, my desire, is to create opportunities for an expansion of awareness and consciousness, to allow you to step into a fuller focus of who you really are. This podcast is an advocate for awakening, encouragement, and supporting the development of your superhuman abilities. Just imagine how your life would change if you lived in an open state of awareness where anything is possible. Does your mind ever wander back in time? Or perhaps a particular memory bothers you and you find yourself reliving that experience again and again and again? Maybe past events still cause you emotional upset here and now in the present. Or perhaps you enjoy a wistful day going through old photographs and reminiscing. Or maybe having a laugh when you see what you used to wear. I put this podcast together while I was in Spain After two years without travelling, it was wonderful to be back in a place where I actually lived for a time over 30 years ago. And while out walking, I could even see the restaurant where I spent my 21st birthday, although I'm not sure it's still a thriving business these days. So what's this podcast all about? Memories. Should you let them be? Or should you let them live again? Let's dive right in and find out how you can open the door to new possibilities. Memories are the representation of situations we believe that happened in the past. Now I say believe happened in the past because when we represent situations and events that happened in the past, when we represent in the now moment, they often change. And perhaps you've had the experience with family or friends recounting something that happened in the past and how your family and friends remember it and how you remember it can be totally different. Even in Spain, my mother shared a memory of a time with myself and my grandmother and I have absolutely no recollection and could have sworn I wasn't even there. In fact, if you've ever witnessed an accident and had to give a report to the police, if they ask six people what happened, they'll have six different experiences of the same accident. How come? Well, this is because we all filter our experiences differently, like wearing tinted glasses. The way you see, hear and experience the world is going to be totally different to the way that I see, hear, feel and experience the world. And it doesn't mean it's wrong or right. It's just different. And in fact, recovered memory research indicates that our memories for certain events 
are not accurate and can be contaminated by any number of things. The dictionary definition of memories is the faculty by which the mind stores and remembers information. Memory is the personal record of past experiences and it's the brain's ability to store information to use later. Long-term memory, it's the ability to remember things long after they happen, like remembering a holiday you had the other year. And memories are very essential in our lives because they allow us to grow and learn to be a better person. Our recollections can teach us some very important life lessons. They can demonstrate skills and abilities and can make us feel happy and entertained. And we can remember where we did our mistakes and learn from it. So essentially, memories can be a blessing and a curse. A blessing when you take a trip down memory lane and your memories transport you back to a happy time, a happy space and place. And a curse if your memories suck you into negative experiences and even more so if you choose to wallow in those unhappy memories. I always remember back in the days of vinyl records that if I'd broken up with a romantic partner, I'd play the records that reminded me of that person again and again and again, just to make sure I was really feeling sad and upset. Bizarre behaviour, right? And it's a bit like going to the movies and not enjoying the movie and yet going back to see it again. So play a different record and watch a different movie. And here's a thought. It can be useful to look and assess where you are in your life right now and realize that the good, the bad and the ugly memories were all jigsaw puzzle pieces that got you to where you are now. One of the areas I work in is called timeline therapy and it was developed by NLP master trainers Wyatt Woodsmall and Tad James. So what is timeline therapy? Well, it's the memory coding of the brain that helps you know whether an event happened in the past, is happening now, or will happen in the future. And over time, our memories have more and more impact over us, and particularly when there are negative emotions attached to specific events in the past. So timeline therapy techniques are an excellent form of brief and quick therapy offering long-lasting benefits and effective means for changing the chain of events leading to a certain set of unwanted behaviours, states or emotions. So through timeline therapy, past negative emotions and limiting decisions are eliminated allowing you to have only positive emotions and empowering decisions in your history. And the good news? It's quick and there's no need to wallow in uncomfortable memories or dredging up the past because it works with the unconscious mind. Something you should know about the unconscious mind is that it stores all your memories. And yes, you heard that right. It stores all your memories. So if you're saying to yourself right now, you know, I can't remember even what I had for lunch yesterday. It's not because you have a bad memory. It's because you have bad recall. Your unconscious mind remembers. 
Perhaps you've had one of those experiences where you're having a chat with a friend and doing the best to remember the title of a book or a movie, and it's on the tip of your tongue and you can't quite get it. And then later, and it could be minutes or hours, the name of the book pops into your mind. It's as if your unconscious mind is looking and scanning through a filing system in your mind and suddenly it finds it. Have you ever experienced that? So let's do a little experiment. If I were to ask your unconscious mind where your past is and where your future is, I have an idea that you might say it's from right to left or front to back or up and down or in some direction from you in relation to your body. And your future? What direction would you point if I asked your unconscious mind, where's your future? Now, if you're not getting a clear sign of the direction, then bring to mind something that happened a month ago, a past memory. And as you bring that memory from the past to the forefront of your mind, notice the direction it's coming from. Maybe the front or the back, the left or right. And now think of something that will be happening in the future, next month or the next quarter. And notice which direction does that future memory come from. What you'll notice is that it implies a line. You code your past memories as coming from one direction and your future memories as coming from another direction. And this is how you know the difference between something that has happened, something that's happened in the past, and something that will happen in the future. Now, negative memories and the emotions attached to them are there for a reason, for us to capture the lessons. And as Mark Twain said, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. It all depends on how you choose to perceive your childhood. For example, at our NLP Master Practitioner Certification, the program culminates in a breakthrough experience for all the students, where they have the opportunity to create massive shifts for themselves and others. And part of the tasking is to write a detailed personal history for their Master Practitioner, who will be facilitating the experience. Without fail, I always get a number of students in total shock at reading their clients' detailed personal history. And yet I always remind them that it's just a story. Some people have horror stories, some people have drama, some adventure, and others downright tragic. When you perceive it as a story, then you know that you can change that story. With one of my mentors some years back, we had to share our life story in the third person, as if it had happened to someone else. For example, instead of saying, I was born to, you'd say, she was born to Barbara and Charles and had one brother. She grew up in a small village where the school was a huge mansion house ruled by a formidable headmistress called Mrs. Tucker. Do you get the idea? You never say I or me, which means that you detach from the story. And you know, it's a worthwhile exercise. 
And the other rule when I did this exercise, that if we did say I, me, mine, we had to start the whole story again. In terms of recovering memories, hypnosis can be particularly helpful. Hypnosis works by partially suspending the constant self-chatter that you may have experienced while meditating. And using vague and abstract language patterns, the conscious mind becomes partially suspended, allowing more direct communication with your unconscious mind and allowing you to tap into the wisdom within. It's the key that unlocks the door into your thoughts, memories, emotions, and so much more that's stored at the unconscious level of the mind. Remember, your unconscious mind is more powerful than any computer and stores everything you take in through your five senses. You actually might be surprised to know that you spend the majority of each day in a trance state. It's the most natural state to be in, and perhaps you've even experienced what I like to call the driving trance, when you suddenly realize you've arrived at your destination without being fully aware of how you even got there. Now, exploring trance states further, the late Dolores Cannon's career as a hypnotherapist led her to specialize in past life regression in a career that spanned almost 50 years. Her vast range of books include accounts of when she first discovered reincarnation and how she went on to develop and refine her own unique method of hypnosis known as quantum healing hypnosis technique. Whether you believe in past lives or not, research shows that 85% of humanity is involved in some sort of spiritual system that does believe in the afterlife. So past life regression is a technique that uses hypnosis and the trance state to recover what many believe are memories of past lives or incarnations. If you've ever wondered why you have a fear of heights or look into the eyes of a stranger and feel as if you know them, the answers may be found in your past lives, says Brian Weiss, MD, the author of the book Miracles Happen. Through past life regression, Dr. Brian Weiss says it's possible to heal and grow your mind, body and soul, as well as strengthen your present day relationships. And he says one of the most common signs of a past life is deja vu. You know, that sensation that you've met a person before or have visited someplace previously. Sometimes this deja vu feeling could be a sign of a past life with a particular person or in a specific place. During a regression, you still have an awareness of the present and some people watch their past as a movie while others feel rather than see. I recall one hypnotherapist telling me about her client Rachel who'd come for a session because she suffered from claustrophobia, a fear of small places. Now Rachel regressed with ease and then went on to describe herself as a five-year-old girl and her family was moving from England to Sweden according to her observations and it appeared as if it was in the early 1900s. Rachel's father was a businessman and they'd led a very rich and comfortable life. And as the story continued, 
Rachel found herself in a cabin on a ship, and she could sense something wasn't right. The boat was sinking, and she couldn't open the cabin door. And in her mind, Rachel was kicking and screaming for the door to open, and finally managed to open it. The next moment, she woke up on the shore. She'd survived. Now, coming out of that trance state, Rachel confirmed the meaning of the story, and actually felt relieved to understand her irrational fear and anxiety in confined spaces. Taking explorations into past lives even further, hypnotherapist and counsellor Michael Newton found it was possible to see into the spirit world through the mind of a hypnotised subject who would not only report back on past lives, he found a number of his clients would slip into the space between each lifetime. And his fascinating book, Journey of Souls, is a series of case studies which reveal the mystery of life after death, expanding awareness of what's possible through hypnosis. Now, a life between lives session is a deep hypnotic process that Newton developed over many, many years, and it's designed in order to reconnect you with your soul, your soul group, and your guides. And it's an opportunity to understand the purpose for choosing this particular life incarnation. So consider your soul as the I am presence and your true identity that inhibits the vehicle you call your body. Without your soul, you'd be just a body such as a car without a driver, a light bulb without electricity, or a computer with no software loaded. So a soul is not just the driver of life, it also embodies the why of your very existence, meaning and purpose. And at the end of your physical life, the soul resumes a spiritual state. So I like to think at the end of a physical life as simply a transition of consciousness. Your soul group is akin to a family whereby you hold hands at times and stay together while you drift apart sometimes to have other experiences. Yet your family remains your family whether you accept or reject them and so it is with your soul group. Now, if you're in a drama with another person, a life-between-life experience might allow you to understand how you and the other person may have agreed at the soul level to play certain roles and behave in certain ways in order to assist your development and growth. So a life-between-life session can be seen either as reality or a metaphor created by your mind to enable you to see a different perspective on life's challenges. It's as if you get an opportunity to peek behind the curtain that was placed when you chose to come into this lifetime and this time, space, reality and dimension. It's also useful to consider the main players in your life, the people you love or have loved, or those who've made a strong impression and influenced you throughout your life. The Life Between Lives session can then enable you 
to understand the roles they agree to play in order to create valuable learning experiences for you and vice versa. Understanding the contracts you've made prior to coming into this lifetime often enables you to view particularly challenging situations and people from a completely new perspective. Forgive them or thank them for the part they've played in your evolution and growth. When I first met Joseph, he was going through a very messy separation and divorce. He was filled with anger and negativity. He even believed that his wife had put a curse on him as the walls of his life appeared to collapse and crumble one by one. And it was because of this he began seeking help through alternative healing modalities, something that he would never have considered before. And he began to notice that certain friends faded into the background of his life, while others appeared opening the door to new possibilities. What if, at a soul level, Joseph and the soul that was playing the part of his wife agreed to take on the roles to create a situation that would ultimately lead him to a better understanding of himself. Another take on this life between lives comes from Robert Schwartz, who brought the idea of pre-birth planning into play. Sharing stories in his books, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gifts, he interviewed people with a range of life challenges, from mental conditions, physical challenges, abusive relationships, allowing them to view this situation from a much higher perspective and gather the lessons their souls planned and came into this time, space and dimension to learn. And through these stories, you too may develop a deeper insight into some of the people and situations that you've attracted into your life. I also work with another unusual hypnosis protocol that utilizes the intelligence and wisdom that resides with your superconscious mind. Now, the superconscious mind is the part of your mind that mediates between your conscious mind and your unconscious mind during a session. And superconscious is a term used to describe the mind, the higher mind, or collective unconscious mind and not only does it seem to be connected to what's needed to attain the outcome it also understands what's optimally needed and the key factor is that it works and produces very simple powerful desired outcomes with very little stress or effort from the viewpoint of the client and you are using the innate power intelligence of your own mind to do exactly that. So it's a really, really efficient way in resolving issues completely on all levels, mentally, emotionally, physically, or spiritually, no matter where they're stored. And you can find out more about this specific hypnosis protocol on my website, thepossibilityhub.com. So as we come to the close of this podcast, just for a moment, Consider the players in your life. Who are the players who've been pivotal in some of the most impactful experiences and memories of your life, both positive and negative? 
And now, view the person and situation from a different perspective, or maybe even a soul group perspective, and you may begin to understand and bless the experience for where it's led or maybe leading you today. When your life moves into a great space, it becomes so much easier to see how the jigsaw pieces of your memories of your life come together so beautifully. Let me leave you by quoting a few verses from the old song Memories that Barbara Streisand sang so beautifully. Memory, all alone in the moonlight. I can dream of the old days. Life was beautiful then. I remember the time I knew what happiness was. Let the memory live again. Daylight, I must wait for the sunrise. I must think of a new life and I mustn't give in. When the dawn comes, tonight will be a memory too, and a new day will begin. Thank you for tuning into this episode, and I'm delighted to be sharing possibilities with you. And if you want more, then check out the link on my website to the free 11-day Mind Power Challenge at thepossibilityhub.com or tune into my YouTube channels, The Possibility Hub or Carol Talbot for new insightful interviews each week. If you feel that others can benefit from listening in, then please share, review or like or follow on Instagram, Carol K. Talbot. And remember, you're always more than you think you are.